yo, are those reptiles up in Gainesville just trying to screw everything up for the Hurricanes right now? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Conference realignment has had everybody talking and people are running around like headless chickens trying to be the first to break big news and big reports everywhere. I said it last week. I'll say it again this weekend. Take everything with a grain of salt. I talked to a handful of different people who claim to know things. I've been told by some people, I think Miami to the Big Ten is a real possibility. I've been told by other people they're not going to be able to leave. It's ACC. I've been told by other people that SEC, definitely it's going to happen. Miami's going to join the SEC. So the latest bit of news that's out there, uh, you call it news in air quotes, because these are all reports and rumors at this stage, you know, that one of the reasons why Miami may not be able to join the SEC is Florida is going to fight it. Florida will try to block Miami from joining the SEC. Uh, The logic behind that it makes sense, and I don't think it would just be Florida, right? I think that a handful of other schools, big schools, big schools with a lot of influence in the SEC, like Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, just to name a few, would probably fight it. And a lot of it, folks, comes down to recruiting and recruiting battles. So you look at it this way. Um, you know, Miami has the most talented, rich backyard in the entire country when it comes to recruiting players out of high school. South Florida is loaded. Miami-Dade, Broward, even Palm Beach, you know, even parts of Southwest Florida, loaded, loaded with talent. And Miami has an advantage with vicinity. Uh, You know, Miami obviously also has advantages in location. But when big-time SEC programs are trying to raid South Florida of their talent, one of the advantages that they have, whether it be Florida, Alabama, et cetera, is – They can sell recruits on the idea of like, hey, I know you're talking with Miami. I know you're interested in playing with Coach Cristobal and they're building something down there, yada, yada, yada. But we're in the SEC. We're in the big time conference. We're in the conference that gets you the most exposure. It's an NFL factory, a kingmaker when it comes to players. Um, We've got that a bit. The ACC is barely a football conference. We're in the SEC. This is come play against the best every single week. So that's something that those schools can use to try and take an advantage over Miami. If Miami joins the SEC, they take that advantage away. Miami has the location and the coaching and the unique history that the University of Miami program has. And then if you put them in the Southeastern Conference, you take that advantage away from the other big-time SEC schools that recruit a lot of the same players. So you would understand, and obviously Florida, big alumni base down here, uh, and they do recruit South Florida very heavily up there in Gainesville. So they don't want one of their last advantages over Miami to be taken away by Miami joining the conference. I can see that. It's logical. At the same time, folks, I remember about 20 years ago, When Miami was talking about joining the ACC, which they ultimately did, 
I don't recall Florida State complaining about that. I don't recall the Seminoles putting up a fight for Miami to join their conference because they were already in the ACC. So, hey, just throwing it out there. At least one of Miami's rivals has an actual backbone. Because I don't know, I don't know if those lizards up there in the swamp have a backbone. But you know, um, on the flip side of all this, one of the reporters who's been at the forefront and has been throwing the most fastballs out there is a guy who primarily covers swimming. <laughs> okay, so that's why I say whenever you see reports about conference realignment and you know who could. Who could be next to join the SEC or the Big Ten? You got to take everything with a grain of salt because one of the most active reporters on all this stuff, and no disrespect to him, maybe he is bringing 100% facts. I don't know. It's just this is not the source you would expect this stuff to come from. Like you would expect this source, uh, you know, to be someone from ESPN or like a prominent 24 uh, 7 guy. Like you wouldn't expect someone who you know, I think works with Barstool and covers swimming to be one of the guys who's bringing the most reports on this. But Braden Keith is who I'm talking about. And Braden Keith got everyone uh, within the last 48 hours uh, really talking like crazy when he tweeted out source, North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson and Virginia are all negotiating to join the SEC. ESPN is trying to avoid their TV deals with the ACC. Uh, so. He left Miami out of that list. How come you're talking about all these schools, but not Miami? Uh, Brandon Walker replied to the tweet and said, SEC is going to want Miami too. No chance the SEC leaves that brand on the table. And then Braden Keith responded to that and said that his source says that Florida is trying to block Miami because they don't want those recruiting battles, he said. So interesting. And again, consider the source now, um, I was told that Pat Forty, who you would think has got a bigger history when it comes to college football reporting, right? I mean, he's one of the better people in that business, uh, one of the more reliable people in that regard, has said something similar. I don't think he singled out Florida, but he did say that there are programs within the SEC that would try to block Miami from joining the conference. Now, the question would be, um, you know, and if Florida would be at the forefront of this, trying to keep Miami out of the Southeastern Conference, would they ultimately be successful, right? Would the other SEC programs realize, because Florida can get outvoted here. It's not like they have to have a unanimous vote for a new team or multiple new teams to join the SEC. Uh, they could get outvoted here. Would the other conferences and the SEC commissioner, would they look at the greater good and say, hey, yeah, Miami is a brand, right? Miami does pull ratings, right? Miami, uh, they're, they seem to be coming back. Their coaching staff is loaded now. They're loading up with recruits now. Um, it's in the better interest of the conference to have them. Uh, would they be able to realize that, you know, the greater good would be having Miami in the SEC and, you know, certain universities being against adding a certain team, we've seen recent history show us that you could only do so much to block it. Do you think Texas A&M was happy to see Texas joining the SEC? They weren't. They tried to block it. Texas A&M did not want to have the Texas Longhorns in the same con. They got out of that conference and, you know, they've been doing very, very well. And I think they will continue to do very, very well in the SEC. And they're killing it. They're crushing it and recruiting. They didn't want Texas to join the conference. But guess what? They got outvoted. Texas A&M was unsuccessful 
in blocking the Longhorns joining the SEC. So I hope that if push comes to shove and Florida tries to make a stink out of this, I would hope that they would get outvoted as well. But you just have to wonder what some of these other programs are thinking, because I'll say it again. Miami has certain advantages being in the vicinity of so many recruits, and they're only adding more advantages when you talk about the $100 million that they're pumping into improving their facilities, the $8 million assistant coaching staff, the $8 million head coach that they have, uh, Miami is on the way back up. I think everybody sees it and certain people fear it. There's no question Miami is on the way back up, but you still have that advantage. Schools like Georgia and Alabama and LSU still have that advantage of we're in the SEC and they aren't. And that's something we can sell on the recruits that we're competing for. So I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think if you forced me to make a prediction, I think within five years, Miami will be in the SEC. That's strictly my opinion. <laughs> I don't have reliable inside info on that. Um, I, I will. I had an interesting uh, text conversation with a, a friend of mine who's a Notre Dame alum, and he's pretty heavily involved. I think he's a booster there. He's pretty heavily involved in Notre Dame athletics, and, and he claimed to me uh, that he's heard that Notre Dame and Miami could both join the big 10. So I, and again, I, I'm not reporting that. I'm just giving you an idea. I was told this by somebody who's pretty tight with some of the decision makers uh, at Notre Dame, who thinks that they could join the big 10 and Miami could join the big 10 as well. It just goes to illustrate you talk to 10 different people, you get 10 different stories. Everybody you talk to thinks a certain thing is going to happen. I talked to some people who says Miami's not going to be able to leave the ACC, that the grant of rights agreement, they can't, there's no one's going to help them pay that buyout. And the ACC is going to fight to keep everybody and they're stuck in the ACC. Some people say big 10, some people say SEC, just enjoy the wave, just enjoy the ride. And like anything else, the farther this goes, we're going to know more reliable information right now. It's just a, a lot of smoke and a lot of noise. But, hey, maybe you can get odds on Miami joining the SEC at betonline.net. They have odds on pretty much everything. And, by the way, when we come back, uh, we are going to talk about the unfortunate but expected recruiting L's that Miami took, but the W I think they're about to receive. BetOnline.net, though, is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. College football futures are all over there. Miami over under 8.5. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. I hope you guys weren't too disappointed with the way things went on the recruiting trail on Friday. Um, and I don't want you guys to think that I was ducking it. I don't take very many days off from this show. I did take the day off Friday, and it wasn't because we were going to miss on Jalen Brown 
and on Colin Zuchampo, which makes me very, very sad. Now, I was working, uh, I was calling Combate Global. I was calling a mixed martial arts event yesterday. It took up pretty much my entire day. And then the other part of my day, I was co-hosting the Joe Rose Show yesterday morning. So I had a completely loaded dance card yesterday. Maybe if Brown or Achampo had committed, I would have stayed up late and done an evening episode. But I was a little bit sad about that. Both of those misses were unfortunately expected, at least over the past 72 hours, right? There was a time not too long ago that five-star wide receiver out of Gulliver, Jalen Brown, looked like a Miami lock. Something changed late in the week, and I'm sure he started to talk to some people, and they talked to some people, and it became very clear he was going to LSU because the crystal balls around, I want to say it was around... Thursday that it started to become very Wednesday, maybe that it started to become very clear that Jalen Brown was going to commit to LSU and not Miami. And Hey, I'm sure that they sold the whole sec thing on him and that may have worked. So yeah, ultimately Jalen Brown picked LSU, not Miami. My attitude is, and always will be. If you miss on somebody on to the next, I think Hakeem Williams can be back in the picture for Miami. Miami's really trending for him. Um, I think Andy Jean is very much back in the picture. And these are both four-star receivers, not five-star. But listen, a lot of people who actually watch their games and watch their tape would say, Gene Williams, every bit as good as Jalen Brown. Every bit as good. And Liz, I know that there are some Hurricanes fans out there that are now they're picking apart everything about Jalen Brown and they think he's going to be a bust. It's like, listen, I, I know I know we're we're bitter that he's not coming. Some of you though have been saying that even before he committed elsewhere, but I'm on to the next one. I wish Jalen Brown the best. I hope he has a wonderful career up at LSU. Uh, and I, I hope he made the decision that's right for him. And then listen, it, it's also not lost on me that you know we're still about almost five months from when players can actually sign a national letter of intent uh, a letter of intent. I don't know why I struggled to say that. They can't sign their NLIs until December at the earliest. So I don't know if this staff actually completely stops recruiting until the NLI is signed. And even then, maybe you hope transfer portal in the future. But, um, you know, he's verbally committed to LSU. Like anything else, you see how the next five months goes on that. We'll see if the football season changes anything with that. But no, I've I've moved on. Andy Jean, Hakeem Williams. And the other thing is, um, oh, I should mention Collins and Champo first. I, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm happy for him as well. It, he seemed very, very passionate about announcing Michigan, and he seems to be all in on the idea of going up there, playing for Jim Harbaugh, crazy Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and I know a Champo, who's the four-star athlete who's going to play defensive end from Southern California. Uh, he's got a great story. We've talked about it. Grew up in Ghana. He left Ghana to come play basketball. He's six foot seven, super athletic. Um, he actually, like, he left his mom behind to come over to the States and play. Uh, so, you know, he figured out that football is probably the better sport for him, and he's already ranked as a stud. Uh, so I'm disappointed. Like, that was that was a pet project of mine. I feel like I failed, right? Because I've hyped up Collins at Champo so much. I feel like him picking a different school <laughs> – that's on me. Like, if don't blame Mario. 
Don't blame Coach Salavea. Don't blame anybody at the U. Blame me for that one because I, I take personal responsibility. I didn't do a good enough job uh, recruiting Collins at Champo. Uh, but at the end of it, you know, Miami had a couple of big time targets and Jalen Brown and Collins at Champo announcing yesterday. And neither of them picked Miami. But I think just the fact that we can be so disappointed about players of that caliber choosing to go elsewhere. Doesn't that tell you how spoiled we've become, right? I mean, when we had that that week and a half stretch where, you know, where we got uh, Jackson Carver and Reed McKeska and Emery Williams and Riley Williams and Jaden Rashada and Ray Ray Joseph and Robert Stafford and Francis Maui Goa, like that was like, that might have been the greatest week and a half of my life covering recruiting. Like it was fantastic. And then the light at the end of the tunnel is, and this is going to come down uh, the, right right now as I speak to you, it is Saturday. And on Saturday night around 7 p.m., so hours from now, hopefully you guys are, are watching this before then and not after then because then the suspense is dead. We got another big announcement from a Miami Target. Miami Target, Jaden Wayne. Originally from Tacoma. He's just transferred to IMG Academy five-star edge rusher he is going to be announcing his commitment tonight around 7 p.m eastern time and he is being strongly projected to the university of miami so we're gonna snap out of our funk i believe very very quickly unless this one gets thrown a curveball Jaden wayne is being 100 crystal balled to miami Christ, he's being crystal balled to crystal ball. Uh, and including those crystal balls, the man who's like, what is he, like 250 for 260 in his crystal balls? Re, uh, I'll, I'll look it up just to confirm his uh, his recent record. But Steve Wiltfong, I referred to him. Uh, he's the director of recruiting for 24-7. I have referred to him as the Grim Reaper because if you're expecting a player to come to your school and he crystal balls them somewhere else, that's a wrap. Right. But when he crystal balls someone to come, he is the opposite of the Grim Reaper. I'm not sure what the opposite of the Grim Reaper is. Uh, maybe if someone can let me know on Twitter at Locked on Canes, what is the opposite of the Grim Reaper? I, I don't even know where I would where I would start. Someone that I guess creates life, doesn't take life away. Uh, but Steve Wiltfong is so his uh, all time. He is ninety one point. 44% on his crystal balls. Uh, he is 3,513 for 3,842. So <laughs> he's pretty good at this. He's pretty good at this crystal ball game. And listen, Jaden Wayne, he is the number 30 recruit in the entire country, the number five edge rusher in the entire country for the class of 2023. Uh, he's number nine for the state of Florida. So he's now considered, even though he hasn't played high school ball yet in the state of Florida, he's now considered to be a state of Florida recruit because he is on his way to IMG Academy. And this guy is the real deal. You know, you think about some of the pass rushers that Miami has put in the NFL recently, like the Greg Rousseau's and the Jalen Phillips. Uh, I think he's a maybe a slightly lower recruit than Jalen Phillips was because Phillips was, uh, you know, and he originally went to UCLA, transferred to Miami, but he was like one, I think it was like a top two or three recruit in the entire country. Might have been 
among the top in the entire country. But uh, when it comes to high school scouting, Jaden Wayne is right up there. And this guy, he's already got college football ready size. And he's got the type of frame where he can add even more to that, which is frightening for opposing offensive linemen and opposing quarterbacks. Okay. He's already six foot five, 245 pounds. And you can tell just looking at him, this guy can get bigger and he will get bigger and he will get stronger. And he's already very fast, has excellent burst off the line of scrimmage, really good moves to get beyond offensive linemen. You know, if you watch uh, our, our pal Coach Hayes, who does those amazing breakdowns, Coach Hayes does say he his hands can get a little bit more violent. He needs more violence in those hands. And I think – but it's also like – it's like selective violence because I know Jaden Wayne's capable of it because there are certain – you know, when you watch like his huddle uh, and some of his highlight reels out there, there are certain rushes where the hands are super violent. Like we're talking Steven Seagal movie level of violence where he's like manipulating your joints and just, you know – all, all, all sorts of like martial arts type of stuff. Uh, but there, then there are other plays where he's not as violent with his hands. So he's got to work on the consistency of that. But no, this is, this is about as close to a finished product as you can get as an edge rusher coming out of high school, you know, even in another year, he's got to play another season of high school football. Uh, if you watch Jaden Wayne, you understand why this guy is considered a five-star prospect and fingers crossed his announcement tonight there are no surprises. It goes the way we all expect it to go. And he picks the University of Miami. We certainly hope so, my friends. Um, a couple of other announcements could be coming in the coming days of four-star players, okay? And Miami is trending for others of these. We will talk about it right after we talk about LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. And guys, I've been on the other side of it. I have I have gotten freelance jobs through LinkedIn Jobs, so I know this works. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. That's a big network. Then Add your job and the purple hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen every day. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. The emphasis in recruiting since Miami got their quarterback, Jaden Rashada. Well, they, they got two quarterbacks, Emory Williams and Jaden Rashada for the class of 2023. They're putting a big emphasis on the line of scrimmage, both sides of the football, especially the offensive line as of late. Francis Maui Goa, one of the top players in the country, top offensive tackle in the country, picked Miami less than a week ago. And Miami is looking at others on the offensive line. Uh, I don't think he's officially announced his commitment date yet, but I have been told that it could be coming very soon, like within the next 
day or two. Olaus Alinen, four-star offensive tackle from Finland that he could be announcing in the coming days. And he it's like he's doing a terrible job keeping the secret of how much he loves Miami. Olaus is getting so much love from the fans. Uh, keep it going on Twitter with the hashtag Olaus to the U. Um, and he's he's like retweeting everything. Like he, you know, he's either a troll, <laughs> like he's trying to make us believe he's coming only to like throw us aside. He's either a great troll or, and I don't, I, I don't think that's the case, or like he's really buzzing about the possibility of committing to Miami. And I know Olaus had uh, when he visited a few weeks ago, he had such a great visit to the U that he stayed in town. He and his family stayed in town for almost a week. Uh, and they have they had a follow-up unofficial visit after he took his official visit. So Olaus Salinen, who's uh, he's from Helsinki, uh, he's been playing football in recent years for a uh, prep school in Connecticut. So you know he's polishing his uh, his American football chops uh, up in the up in the Northeast. So it, uh, I feel good about this one. And this is a big time tackle, four star offensive tackle. Um, you know Peyton Kirkland, I think is committing later this month. Um, he's, he's been trending heavily towards Miami. I, and, and it did come out a few days ago that he's down to two and that Miami is one of them. I would imagine Michigan state is probably the other. I don't think it was officially revealed who the other one is, but Miami is part of his final two Peyton Kirkland from Orlando, four-star offensive tackle. It would be amazing if he came, uh, Samson Okunlola, five-star offensive tackle, is going to be announcing uh, his commitment maybe within the next couple of days. He's on Miami's radar as well. And, and let's also not forget about one that I, I think is probably a slam dunk, and that's uh, three-star Tommy Kinsler, who's played tackle, but he could move inside to guard, I believe. Uh, Tommy Kinsler was committed to Florida. He decommitted in the last couple of weeks, and all the predictions and trends for him are going in Miami's direction. So I, I threw out a lot of names and we've already got a big one and we've already got a few, right? Cause Francis Maui Goa joined um, already in the class, uh, Frankie Tinelau and Antonio Tripp who, you know, are not, are not as highly touted, but they're both very, very good players. And, you know, we've got the possibility of adding four and five stars to this class for the offensive line. By the time it's all said and done, this could go down as the best offensive line class that Miami has ever brought in. Francis Maui Goa was a great start to boost that rankings with the, the top tackle in the class, top offensive lineman in the class overall. Miami could end up adding a couple more big, big fish at the offensive line before this one is over. And I just want to let you guys know, um, since I didn't have an episode on Friday, I think we're going to go two here on Saturday. So you have to make me a promise. If you want a Jaden Wayne episode later tonight, we're going to break down his commitment, whether it's Miami or somewhere else. If you want a Jaden Wayne episode later tonight, you have to promise me you're going to download both episodes today. I don't want to do two episodes for nothing, bros. I don't want to do two episodes for nothing. I love you guys. And I love talking. Clearly. I love to even when I'm not on, I'm talking. Like I'm, I'm talking recruiting with my four-year-old son when I'm not on, and he hates it. Like he's not in, he's not into recruiting yet at four years old. So I'm either talking to him or I'm talking to you guys. But make sure uh, you subscribe to our podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods, and to our our video channel. Subscribe to our page on YouTube. We've been growing a lot on YouTube, and we appreciate you guys so much. And make sure 
you watch our Jaden Wayne episode that's coming out this evening, Saturday evening. We will talk to you then. And guys, make sure you get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen, Locked On ACC. We'll talk about Jaden Wayne later. Will he or won't he pick Miami? You will find out tonight on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.